Welcome to the eighth episode of the Gen X Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Mario Piper. Why did I start this episode with that music? With me playing the piano, which I'm not a piano player. My wife found this piano on Facebook Marketplace, an electronic piano, and it was free, so we picked it up, and now we have a piano. <laughs> but again, I'm, I'm not a piano player. So why did I start this podcast with me playing the uh, song known as Also Sprach Zarathustra, or Thus Spake Zarathustra, or more commonly known as the main theme to the iconic science fiction movie 2001, A Space Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick. Why did I start this podcast with that music? Well, I figured that I talked this week about an experience that I had a couple of years ago that is embedded on my on my mind uh, indelibly. I was listening to a Star Wars podcast. I love Star Wars. I love science fiction in general, and uh, the podcast was unmistakably Star Wars. And during that podcast, one of the hosts of the of the show was talking about uh, Christopher Nolan and how he got a hold of the original um, tape of, uh, you know, the original uh, reels of the, the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey. And he went through and digitally, not digitally, he uh, unremastered them or something along those lines. I can't remember the particulars, but anyways, uh, got them back to their original condition or... Uh, something <laughs> something along those lines anyways he got the original uh original reels and then uh duplicated them onto 70 millimeter film which is what they originally were on anyways the original uh reels are 70 millimeter film so that includes the the audio on the on the uh the film as well and um so he would he uh duplicated it 
onto more 70 millimeter film, which thankfully was available. And then made that available for distribution to select theaters around the country. Uh, well, I was listening to that podcast and I thought, you know, I've loved this movie ever since I was a kid. I saw it back in the early 80s. I was four years old, uh, 1980, and they were showing it on on one of the uh, television stations. And I tell you, it's hard to transmit uh, verbally uh, the feelings that I that I even get today thinking about the way that movie impacted me as a young uh, young child. Um, of course, it's a long, slow movie, but uh, when it got to the very end of the movie, after Dave Bowman went through his psychedelic trip and uh, saw himself progressively getting older and older until he became the star child, I was entranced. Uh, it, 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 it moved me in ways I cannot describe verbally, even as a, a young child. And so ever since then, that movie has been special to me. Well, you know, I've seen other movies, obviously, in the theaters. Most of us have. I'm not a, a real big moviegoer, but I've seen, you know, a few of them. I've seen almost all the Star Wars movies. I saw Contact, Interstellar, um, <clears throat> Uh, other movies. I think I saw Arrival um, in the theater. Um, you know, I, I love science fiction, but I never saw 2001 A Space Odyssey. And yet I've loved that movie ever since I was a kid, so I thought that would be awesome to see it in a theater, let alone <laughs> in a uh, um, shown as the way it was intended to, to be shown or originally shown in film. So uh, I looked it up on the internet uh, to the special website that was dedicated to, to that project. I can't remember the name of the, the website, but uh, I thought, you know, the closest it's going to be to me being, you know, living in northern New England would be probably New York City. Well, I saw that there was actually a showing in Brookline, Massachusetts, which is uh, adjacent to, to Boston. So I thought, hmm. And I bought two tickets, one for my son and one for myself. My son at the time was uh, 13 years old, uh, 12 years old. And uh, so we drove on down to Boston, uh, parked our car and got to the theater. And we weren't uh, the first ones in line. We all we had to stay outside the building. It was locked until a certain time. But we weren't the first ones there, but we were nearly the first ones there. Uh, there were maybe uh, two or three other people in front of us. So we stood in line, stood in line. There were a few more people after us, and then they opened up the building, and we went to our respective theaters. Uh, my son and I were the first ones into our theater, and it was a rather large theater, uh, lots of ornate um, decorations and uh, such. It was really a nice theater, but it was just the two of us, and I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting, but then slowly and surely people started filing in and more and more people started filing in until finally the theater was filled probably three or four hundred people three or four hundred people in this theater and it was filled to max to capacity i couldn't see a single uh, empty seat 
That was really astounding that there were all these people gathering here for this one showing, one showing of a a 50-year-old movie in film. It was just weird, crazy, but heartwarming. And there were people of all sorts of ages. It wasn't just people that lived back then. It was, uh, you know, uh, people older than me, people my age, um young people, young adults, kids, all kinds of people gathered there for this really unique experience. And when we got there, it was quite nice. And then, uh, you know, the time came for the movie to start. And, you know, when you're at a theater, uh, normally you see all kinds of advertisements or whatever and then notices to turn off your cell phone and you can buy popcorn or you know whatever and then they have the the previews for the upcoming movies and then the movie starts well there was none of that um we had a maybe a one or two maybe three minute uh introduction one of the staff members of the theater uh took the microphone and talked about this special event and how they uh, recently acquired the right equipment to play the 70 millimeter film, um, and uh, then just said, "Enjoy the show." It was really interesting, something you don't get with with most movies nowadays. And of course, the way the movie starts, it's uh, you know just has the simple old MGM logo with the roaring lion, and then blackness and eerie uh, avant-garde classical music, uh, part of the soundtrack of of this movie, just the way it should be. And then the movie starts. And there was a proper intermission too, uh, the the exact length that it was on the film, because uh, again, it was an exact duplication of the original reels. So there was a, a short intermission, and then back to the movie again. And when the movie was over, or well, toward the end of the movie, it was kind of funny. One of the uh, kids that was sitting near to us uh, leaned over to his dad and said, Dad, I'm scared. It was uh, just interesting to see this 50-year-old movie at the time uh, had enough uh, oomph about it, I guess, that it still captivated enough people that the theater was filled and had enough suspense and... Uh, perhaps even fright to, you know, to get uh, a small child. It was interesting, and it, you know, nothing gory or anything, but it really is was that well done. So, anyways, I'm I'm not going into the movie. You can find all sorts of podcasts dedicated to 2001: A Space Odyssey. Believe me, I've listened to to many of them, but it was just a, a really cool experience and for me it was uh interesting because i you know i saw this showing this widescreen showing on a you know on a large screen of this movie that i have loved ever since uh, you know ever since i was a kid it was really cool surround sound um i can't remember if it was surround sound but anyways uh the sound that was originally intended for the movie that's the way it was and you know a, a packed theater but also seeing the artifacts on the movie you know um when you see a digital movie there are no art- artifacts because it's digital it's 
perfect. But this was real. It had, you know, you were actually seeing the film strip go by, seeing those little artifacts as the film progressed. And I don't know what they're called, but, you know, the little imperfections of the film uh, that let you know that this is this is a real movie. And um, it was just beautiful. And again, this was before I had my uh, Fujifilm X100. Um, you know, a, a, a whole year before I got my uh, first film camera, um, you know, and shot my first film. But I think that seeing this movie in film was one of the few things that started me thinking more about film, thinking more about analog uh you know, th th all things analog. You know, it, it was just, it it was a, a nice, <laughs> lovely introduction, reintroduction to the world of film. So anyways, I saw the movie with my son. Uh, a few months later, I went up to a, a theater closer to where I lived, um, live with, uh, with my wife. And there were only four people in the theater at that point. It was a, an IMAX theater. And they had all the previews and things like that. So it wasn't the same. Uh, people were The two other people were talking. My wife didn't really care for the movie, but I enjoyed the movie. But that time that I went with my son, where it was shown in film, and it was a big deal was made out of it. It was really, really cool. So anyways, I thought I'd just share a little bit about that, especially since it's, again, one of the, one of the things that kind of incited me to start looking more into film that and getting the Fujifilm X100 um these things led up to me uh pursuing film so anyways enough about that movie the about that experience and about my piano playing um <laughs> I learned it by myself uh I'm still getting used to it so thus you you heard a bunch of the pauses that's me kind of getting my fingers in the right place because again I'm not a piano player I play guitar uh two different <laughs> instruments all together but uh anyways hope you enjoyed uh next time we're going to talk about a part of the camera that all of us need at least if we're film shooters um and that some digital cameras also have um part of the uh, the cameras that I particularly enjoy and we'll save it for next time. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Stay safe. Don't let that coronavirus get you. And um, have a wonderful week, everyone. Bye.